Chapter thirty one of The Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. The Country Parson His Character and Rule of Life by George Herbert. Chapter thirty one The Parson in Liberty the country parson observing the manifold wiles of satan who plays his part sometimes in drawing god's servants from him sometimes in perplexing them in the service of god stands fast in the liberty wherewith christ hath made us free this liberty he compasseth by one distinction and that is of what is necessary and what is additionary as for example it is necessary that all christians should pray twice a day every day of the week and four times on sunday if they be well this is so necessary and essential to a christian that he cannot without this maintain himself in a christian state besides this the godly have ever added some hours of prayer as at nine or at three or at midnight or as they think fit and see cause or rather as god's spirit leads them but these prayers are not necessary but additionary now it so happens that the godly petitioner upon some emergent interruption in the day or by oversleeping himself at night omits his additionary prayer upon this his mind begins to be perplexed and troubled and satan who knows the exigent blows the fire endeavouring to disorder the christian and put him out of his station and to enlarge the perplexity until it spread and taint his other duties of piety which none can perform so well in trouble as in calmness here the parson interposeth with his distinction and shews the perplexed christian that this prayer being additionary not necessary taken in not commanded the omission thereof upon just occasion ought by no means to trouble him god knows the occasion as well as he and he is as gracious father who more accepts a common course of devotion than dislikes an occasional interruption and of this he is so to assure himself as to admit no scruple but to go on as cheerfully as if he had not been interrupted by this it is evident that the distinction is of singular use and comfort especially to pious minds which are ever tender and delicate but here there are two cautions to be added first that this interruption proceed not out of slackness or coldness which will appear if the pious soul foresee and prevent such interruptions what he may before they come and when for all that they do come he be a little affected therewith but not afflicted or troubled if he resent to a mislike but not a grief secondly that this interruption proceed not out of shame as for example a godly man not out of superstition but of reverence to god's house resolves whenever he enters into a church to kneel down and pray either blessing god that he will be pleased to dwell among men or beseeching him that whenever he repairs to his house he may behave himself so as befits so great a presence and this briefly but it happens that near the place where he is to pray he spies some scoffing ruffian who is likely to deride him for his pains if he now shall either for fear or shame break his custom he shall do passing ill 
so much the rather ought he to proceed as that by this he may take into his prayer humiliation also on the other side if i am to visit the sick in haste and my nearest way lie through the church i will not doubt to go without staying to pray there but only as i pass in my heart because this kind of prayer is additionary not necessary and the other duty overweighs it so that if any scruple arise i will throw it away and be most confident that god is not displeased this distinction may run through all christian duties and it is a great stay and settling to religious souls end of chapter thirty one